Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. We are back with another episode of the Purge After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Ben Secret might be out. Ryan finds a new ally. And Marcus is in one, for one hell of a neighborhood barbecue. So stick around because you're not going to want to miss it. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> it's Tuesday night. We're right back here. Same time, same channel. That's right. We're talking about The Purge on AfterBuzz TV. And we have got a very, very special guest in studio. Uh, first of all, I, as always, am Ty Matthews. Uh, to my far left, he's going to be back talking about his very special segment, Purge or Purify, along with a little bit of news. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ollie Drennan. What's up, everyone? Super excited to be talking Purge tonight. But of course, Ty. Hi, we have a special guest in studio. Our first guest of the season. We are so, so, so excited. To Ollie's right, you can find her latest effort, Rust Creek, available digitally right now. And she's online at I am Jen McGee. Ladies and gentlemen, Jen McGowan. Yay! Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Very excited. Absolutely. Jen directed tonight's episode. Happy holidays. Uh, Jen, tell us a little bit about about putting this episode together, your first television episode. It was my first episode of television. Congrats, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic episode. What what was the experience like? It was amazing. Uh, We shot in New Orleans Mm. in the summer. It was very, very hot. Very hot. Oh, boy. I can, I can feel it. it was I can a, feel it. 110. Gee. <laughs> that was very sweaty. We thought it got hot out here. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, but it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a month, and we got to do lots of cool stuff, as mm-hmm. I think you guys oh, we saw. Could, oh, of course. We'll, we'll get into that for sure. Uh, I do want to shout out the chat real quick. Please do. Uh, we do have a live chat, Jen. And someone okay. already says, Golden Hour Films episode was amazing, and the fact that Jen McGowan directed it makes it even more so. Oh, Woo-hoo. my God. You guys are amazing. There we yeah, so go. Yeah, shout out to everyone in thank the chat. Thank you, Golden Hour Films. Yes, thank you. And Cassandra, Julie. <laughs> Our chatters. You. Our We're, chatters are the we best. We have a lot to chat about. Definitely, definitely. Now, when when you when you signed on to direct this episode, how familiar were you were you with with the the universe of the Purge? Oh, I totally was. Yeah, I watched the movies, mm-hmm. um, and when I went in for my interview, I had rewatched everything, so I awesome. was all fresh and up to speed. <laughs> and, and obviously, the first season was very different than season two, of course. So. Um, we had a lot to talk about, but right. also there was a lot of unknown stuff coming. Interesting. Um, because you, you just don't know. If, if, if it's totally different than the first season, what are you walking into? Yeah, was, exactly. What I was really excited about was that the structure that they were putting the purge at the beginning and at the end of the season. I thought that was super interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. We've talked about that a lot this season so far. Yeah, bookending the season mm-hmm. with with these these purges and seeing seeing yeah how it changes people, how it affects people as the year goes on. Yeah, uh, which we're we're seeing great stuff over the course of of Ben's arc, kind of his his kind of descent. Into, it's very yeah. tension filled. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, it's ridiculous. Was there a specific <laughs> character, or I mean, we'll talk more in depth. But was there a specific character or like story arc that you really enjoyed directing in this episode? You know, that's really hard to answer because you fall in love with everything of course, that you're doing of while you're doing it. So to compare them is very tricky. But um, since they all intertwine, they all intertwine, right. and they all have like really delicious moments. <laughs> each of them. Um, and there was also really fun technical stuff to do. Like there was some pyro, and there were some stunts, and, mm-hmm. and you know, right. so 
I kind of just had a great time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into that a little bit. We got a lot to talk about. I, I want to start out by talking about uh, about Esme and, and how we kind of follow her over the course of the episode. Uh, and one of the things that jumped out at, uh, at me is as we're watching The Purge on the USA Network, we keep getting these ads for Treadstone kind of in, in the sort of <laughs> the Bourne universe. And this this felt a little like Esme was kind of living out a little bit of a yeah, Jason a Bourne uh, kind of sequence, you know, like evading the, the, the ever-present eyes of the NFFA. That she was once a part of. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that that sequence and kind of putting something like that? Well, I think it was super cool because you don't know how she feels about this changing allegiance that mm-hmm. she's having. And that's an interesting inner conflict for her to be going through because she she was a believer, you know? She, she really believed in the cause. Um, as we know from previous episodes, um, she... she believed in the rules, thought it upheld society, and now she's changing her tune. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to see her character go through that and also, you know, like what she does with Ryan. Her ethics are kind of a little blurry. Of course. Especially in the last episode when she kind of let her father die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. That flashback. <laughs> kind of. My God. Yeah. But yeah, she's really interesting because she's been on the inside, so now that she's on the outside, she kind of knows how to conceal herself, and uh, it's just really cool because almost as if I'm seeing her kind of dodge the cameras and whatnot, I'm like, she's done this before, maybe. <laughs> she's a little bit too good at this, but she's definitely such an interesting character who's so sly. Well, she has all the inside knowledge mm, of having yeah. worked at the NFFA, but, you know, now she has different allegiances, and seeing how that plays out is going to be cool. And I'm so rooting for her. I'm like, right. come on, you can well, do it. I, I was going to say, yeah, who better to, to kind of dodge the, the eyes of the NFFA than someone who knows all of the blind spots, mm-hmm. you know? She's able to spot that broken camera. Uh, she slips up a little bit with that that, that camera, the camera phone. Oh, man. That was that was tricky. Yeah, But absolutely. there's no way she could predict that. Exactly, how, exactly. How, you know. When, yeah, when it's like right there on the spot, yeah. And they made a special circumstance, mm-hmm. you know, to, to trigger that and exactly. let them have access. Exactly, they got that special clearance, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as as we kind of follow her along, um, I love the, the shot that really, really jumped out of me. One of my favorites is that taser shot where she <gasps> jumps and that poor woman Yay! right behind right. her just takes that, that taser. That woman who tased her has to suffer some repercussions. <laughs> that poor innocent woman, Jen Ty. I was thinking, okay, she has got to, like, because that's automatic violence, right? That's She assaulted that poor Very oh, that unfair, woman. you know? Very so unfair. She's got to get something coming <laughs> Jail time, something. But a, fine, we, a ticket. A, a, fine. Yeah. a ticket. It's a fine at the very least. I forgot. I'm so happy you mentioned that. I'm like, oh, yes, that poor woman. God, that shot was amazing. Oh, good. I'm uh, so glad. Was there really like a whole bunch of extras, too? There's I mean, we so had many. 350 backgrounds. God. Because you have to keep in mind, like, so first of all, that day was one of 110 oh, degrees. It was I'm so, literally thinking of it. It was so gross. Yeah. And Everybody did such a great job. I mean, Esme is amazing. She was running all day long wow. in 110 degrees, and she was a trooper. Oh. And the background were incredible. Um, yeah, we had 350 people. And you, you don't really see all those people in any one single shot, but you have to keep in mind when you're making the show, that chase sequence was over four different locations. Wow. And we had to do it. In six hours. Oh my God. So, what the AD did, who is amazing, and his whole team, Mm. is they would set up, you know, one street, I'd approve it, 
while we'd start rehearsing and, and doing that, the, the uh, second team was setting up the next one, and then I'd go and approve that. So we'd we'd uh, leapfrog like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is and so the amount of background was really there so we could keep moving at speed so we didn't ever have to stop. Of course, yeah. And and it's such a big part of that sequence, the fact that it's this bustling, you know, city that she's able to kind of get lost in. That was really important to me. And it was really important to me that each of those different chase segments looked and felt a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, you see that in, in a lot of uh, in a lot of sequences where it kind of, it looks like they're just kind of, like, repeating the sort of <laughs> same thing. But one thing about this and, and about this season in general, especially with the way that everyone's stories interconnect, is you get, I mean, obviously we know that, that New Orleans is real, but it, it feels so real. And yeah. it feels like you can kind of place everything. Mm-hmm. Even when Esme's kind of looking at that map, it's got, like, okay, here's Ryan's garage, and here's, you know, like... Everything is happening in real time in these real locations that kind of interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was going to say, because they said a manhunt a whole bunch in this episode. Mm. So I kind of, <laughs> it's funny how it's a manhunt, yet we're hunting, hunting Esme, a who's a woman. So I wasn't <laughs> sure, like, if this was like, because the way I perceived it was kind of like, if a man screws up, he wouldn't suffer as much as a woman. But since there's, wo- there's a woman we're after, she's like, we have to get her at all costs. <laughs> was there any kind of like, direction towards that in, in how like Esme is like even in more deep water because she's a woman as how was that at all oh that's interesting well I think I mean that's certainly true in society sure. yeah. like when, when you when it's, you step out of your perceived bounds you get right. smacked harder back into it mm-hmm. um, and it's like I feel like in this universe it's the uh, the new founding father so I think what about the mother so right. like, to me I was just that's something an there are that... some evil women in this too. True, it's very true. true. Um, yeah. So you can't. You don't know who you can trust, right? <laughs> you don't know. Can we can fully trust. trust Esme? I don't know, but that was just what? something that I was. Can you? <laughs> That's the thing. That's what we've been going uh-huh. so crazy about with our predictions. Is like, who can we trust at this point? <laughs> It's throwing oh, me off. It's throwing me off all, we, every single episode. Exactly. I mean, okay, so who would you trust if you knew Purge was coming? Who would you? Who would you? Who would you pick? I mean. Ryan seems like he's kind of like he like like Ryan seems like he you know he's sort of shades of gray he's able to get get his hands dirty but ultimately it seems like at the end of the day he kind of he wants to do good wants to kind of lay low you know uh he I feel like he's the only person in the episode that I I genuinely don't think wants to purge anyone <laughs> like everyone else like hmm it might be it might be iffy a little bit right. But, but I don't know. So you you take him with you because you think he wouldn't purge you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, I I would too because he would also might give me money too. Because <laughs> knowing his, he's giving to the poor, the needy, the yeah. poor needy yeah. right here. Yeah. So Ryan and he is skilled. That's you sure. Did you put your GoFundMe on? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tweet it later. Okay. Good. <laughs> but yeah, definitely I agree with Ty. Yeah. Ryan all the way for sure. Because yeah, we've we've seen all these arcs where it's like okay, like. Um, Esme, she's going from working for the NFFA to kind of rebelling right. against the system. Ben is starting as this innocent victim and turning into this the campus killer, as we've seen. Everyone's kind of on these trajectories. It seems like Ryan's the only one that's kind of, he's kind of keeping an even keel as, mm-hmm, as the season mm-hmm. goes on. Right. 
Um, so as as we we find oh, out, sorry, sorry, yes, please. I did like the little addition of Esme's coworker kind of looking out for her. Though, mm-hmm. so you can trust her. I wasn't sure. We weren't sure about her. Yeah, at everybody's first. changing. We were so, definitely the characters yeah. are changing. Exactly. We were excited to see where her allegiances would yeah, lie. Um, she was looking out for Esme. Exactly. Yeah, and in as much as she could. Yeah, Eventually, right. thing. when it came to the camera phone, she was like, "Oh." <laughs> see, but that's the tricky thing with situations like this is. Where is your line mm-hmm. of how much am I willing to risk to yeah. help my friend or do my thing or whatever? exactly? Well, especially in this world where the consequences are so severe, yeah. where we saw what happened to Tommy with one toe on the yeah. property line. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if 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 her bosses catch her, you know, like that's a wrap. <laughs> It's a big deal. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was like, what, a second after the bell rang, too? Oh, that that was ridiculous. And that's that was one of the, you know, not to, to jump back too far, but we talked about how much we love that sequence of Esme, like, slowing down the audio of the sirens just to catch him <laughs> in the act. Um, and so now, of course, she's going to Ryan for help. She's kind of, you know, she knows that, that I think she knows kind of what we were talking about, that, that he's... He's more or less on the up and up. She hides out in his place. He covers for her when the NFFA comes snooping around. Um, he's at least predictable. I think he's yes. the most... He, he, for the characters to trust or not trust, I think that that he's the most solid in that regard. Exactly, exactly. And I think that that's why, yeah, she, she sought him out. She knew that, like... He's going to do the right thing. He might not be thrilled that I'm here no. after the way their last meeting went in that bar. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he'll he'll do the right thing. And maybe Esme is the addition to his team that he's looking for. Because I know a lot of times their heists don't go accordingly. They, they, because needed, they, they needed need an inside man. They yeah. need that slide. Well, know, and also they keep getting, uh, they keep getting um, additional people forced upon them. Right. So he's kind of got to balance out the... Oh, that poor right? guy last week. <laughs> My God, what a graphic way to go! That the guy last week. Oh my God! You need, uh, I think what he needs is someone that has been on the inside. Exactly. And that's Esme. Well, and like like we saw, you know, she knows all of the blind spots. Mm-hmm. She knows kind of how to hide in the shadows, which Ryan already kind of knew. But he's got these habits that give him away the takeout bags, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like she's able to track him down just off of those alone. Well, clearly, she's super smart. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's exactly what they needed. So maybe this Overton heist won't be. Uh, such a shit show when it comes around. <laughs> um, before we jump into any of the other subplots, I want to talk about this cold open that we that we got. Yes, with I knew at the, at the, I was like, is that Dermot Moroni? It like, is. that was incredible. Yes. Let's talk about Bobby Sheridan because we've been hearing this character for the last couple seasons, haven't we? Yeah. Um, can tell us about that about that whole sequence yes. and kind of how it sort of builds out this world. The chat's been asking about it. Oh, yeah. They have. They what are they saying? How, how in golden hour films? How yes. intimidating was it to direct Dermot? Mon- Mon- <laughs> He's so dreamy. He's so dreamy. That's so funny. A lot of the women on the crew felt yeah, similarly. It, <laughs> Julie also says my favorite part of the episode was the radio show. And mm-hmm. how did she manage? How did you, you manage to direct that to perfection? Oh, yeah. thank you very much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, you know, it was a combination of having an incredible DP who set up this amazing rig with his team. It was a dolly on on dance floor, and and we would just circle around in differing sizes of lenses. It was beautiful anamorphic lenses, so we'd catch the light um, when it shone directly in, and phenomenal actors. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got to do it a few times, and then we cut it all together, and it just came out lovely. But he was so nice. He was so nice and just 
just as you would imagine, super professional, dreamy, <laughs> dreamy, just dreamy. That's so cool. Yeah. He was you, lovely. Yeah, there was so much about this that I loved. The fact that that there's this radio show with these kind of you know the, this debate going on where it's like clearly this killer, but then there's this this woman that's like, no, that could have been faked. Um, and then of course, uh, it reminded me a lot of what's going on right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, wow, that was pretty prescient. That's um, the thing. Yeah. Oh, we've got it. Yeah. For for the for people watching at home, uh, watching the the YouTube stream, we've got a fantastic shot of Dermot Mulroney as Bobby Sheridan uh, up on the screen right now. He's so good. Uh, God, that was that was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. We also get a glimpse of the Urge to Purge app. Yes. And that that kind of insight <laughs> into Bobby Sheridan's mind, where you're nobody unless. Somebody wants to purge you. It's like the whole thing. Some public or bad. No, no publicity no, is bad publicity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oops. I'm about to take out my. <laughs> I'm about to purge my mic here, guys. Uh, but yeah, it was really interesting how it's like you even bad publicity. You want that in this universe, for yeah? Because people are talking about you. But also, aren't you putting a target on your back for purge night at the end of the day? Like, right. it's wild. It's See, so scary. The, I'm not the, downloading the app. Those are the people that are investing in saying that security <laughs> system. That's the thing. You They've know? got their underground bunkers. They know that they're safe. It's okay. Um, I love yeah. yeah, Lena Dash bragging about breaking one million so great. people that want to purchase. Uh, so poor fun. Sydney. Sydney. I know. At first, did you think Ollie? Did you think that when they cut that that she was just an actress? That she was just kind of playing that character? No, that was what I had thought oh, at Lena? first. Or, no, uh, that would have been oh, Sydney? Sydney. Really? I thought oh. when they called cut that they were all going to be like, "Oh yeah, but the purge is great." Like I thought that they were all like. That that Bobby Sheridan kind of manufactured this debate, uh-huh. but like that's a good that's. But, I didn't, but the, the thing Sydney, is, yeah. it's important that she wasn't because she's she's like a vice journalist, you know. She's right. like putting this stuff together and from that, her exactly. perspective, just as Esme is, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But now, of course, poor Sydney has this target on her back, <laughs> so she's oh, she just got to look over her shoulder. But night. also, their conversation scared the hell out of me because <laughs> they were talking about possibility of having multiple purges, having a biannual purge. So I'm like, like two purges a and year, more than that. Oh, yeah, but yeah, because people have this urge to purge mm-hmm. so well, much. But that's what the whole thing is about. Is is the purge adding to that urge? Exactly, exactly. As we're seeing, yeah, with with kind of the, you know, Professor Adam's studies and the way that definitely we've seen the effects on Ben, like... Oh. All of these, all of these murders and these crimes are being covered up. So it's like, oh no, the crime rate goes it goes way down. It's so good for us. But no, wait a minute, what about these two? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <pretty> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of men, let's let's talk about Ben uh, and the passing of of Mr. Andy Tran. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love that character. Me too. <laughs> you and the do? actor. Oh, you didn't. Oh, he's just. Uh, we were talking know. about they scare me. We have talked about this me. before. You know you're watching the purge. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> obviously he was and he was a big fan of the purge. Uh to like to a fault to where he was scaring off potential dates <laughs> yeah. talking about um one thing oh, that I he's love. not weird as hell. <laughs> Just liked him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I loved I it might have been last episode, uh, when when they kind of they gave a nod to Professor Updale from the first purge tying. Mm-hmm. I love when the when the shows kind of reference specific characters from the movies and we get it all kind of uh, intertwined together. But uh, Andy Tran, he kind of, he's he's sort of, you know, he's on to Ben. Uh, he starts realizing, like, wait a minute, maybe something's happening. Mm-hmm. And Ben is not about to let him out of that room without without committing one more off-purge purge. purge. <laughs> 
So well, he hasn't been caught yet. He's not having any consequences. Right, really. exactly. Yeah, so it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And to me, as soon as he gets the sense that someone knows too much about him, but also he thought Andy was going to completely have a different perspective when he did reveal about him yeah, killing exactly. the farmer. He, so he just like needs to nip it in the bud. Or right. Nip <laughs> it in his stomach. You exactly. know, whatever. Whatever Ben... I'm thinking, I'm talking Andy scares me, but Ben scares me way more. Of course. Uh, yeah, I think so. This mm. character, yeah, is is so, like, chilling. And, like, one of the reasons that, that that jumped out at me is that... So, at first, you know, when he when he's talking to Andy and they're having that conversation and Andy's clearly kind of put off, he's really shaken and he's not really able to put together, like, a, oh, no, I was just kidding. But when he was being questioned and he t- he said that it was, you know, that he was just smoking weed, he had gotten considerably better at lying by then. Right. He's, he, he's becoming such, like, a nuanced killer at this point. Yeah, and then he kind of has, like, an alibi now because he his actions are because of he's so devastated by the loss of his friend mm-hmm. Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, no, we know you're bad. You killed <laughs> yeah. Andy. But everyone yeah. thinks, like, oh, it's okay. He's just, he's lashing out because well, of he's the... very cute, Ben. He's very cute and sweet. And <laughs> so I think he gets, he gets away with extra. He's <laughs> just like, oh, we just want to feel sorry for him. Just let him no. let him be. No. That's, those are the dangerous ones. <laughs> exactly. They always are. Exactly. And we get, we get another conversation between Ben and Turner. Uh, which I I think we're all kind of surprised that Turner's still around, <laughs> that he hasn't been purged Not yet. yet. You still know? kicking. Still kicking. <laughs> well, uh, he's, kinda, he's kind of family. He's kind of... Right. He's probably one of the people that Ben tolerates the most. Sure. But I don't. I think that has limits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, we've talked about it. I think, yeah, Turner's not long for this world this <laughs> season. Um... But uh, but yeah, we get we get to see a little bit more of Ben's backstory, visiting his family, seeing mm-hmm. his mother, his, his older brother, yeah. who's still, of course, antagonizing him. Um, yeah. Tell tell us about kind of following following this arc and like going from I mean like a, a straight up murder scene at the beginning mm-hmm. to this kind of this sort of idyllic you know like white bread family. Uh, but that is a single mom now. Mm. I mean, look, here's the thing: everybody has a family. Sure. So even the craziest, scariest people, they've got a family. Right. And I suspect they're not showing their worst side right. um, all the time. So there's, 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 what is it? We contain multitudes, you know, and as does Ben. So when he goes home, you know, I think he feels a little less stressed. Until the brother starts picking on him, brother starts picking on him. But he clearly loves his family, and and so that's kind of the question: is how much has he changed, and mm-hmm. how much can he control or resist his impulses? Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, the conversation. I forget what the brother said exactly, but it seemed like Ben's kind of always been high, or like concealing something or holding something back. Uh-huh. Is what it kind of got from that conversation when he sure. were talking at the dinner table so I'm and then I always thought like like if you don't like talk about if you don't talk to your family like how much do you know your family so it's kind of like it was kind of scared me a little bit even more right. so like the, his family might not even know they might not even know Ben basically where I'm Yeah, well, at. this is, I mean, this is the first time they're meeting Kellen, and it seems right. like Ben and Kellen have been together for a, a little while. Um, 
I mean, I cer- I think they certainly don't know this new changed Ben. Of right. course, of course. Very. They think they're a little sweet, quiet Ben. Yeah, little Benny. Little He's little Benny. Little right. Benny. Yeah. Uh, we we've talked on previous episodes about how like we feel like that's kind of always been in Ben, and it just it took Turner abandoning him on Purge right. Night to kind of awaken that. Um, and so it makes me wonder how that might have manifested itself in his childhood. Exactly. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe his dad saw more of it, and now that his dad's gone, yeah, like... how did his dad die? Right, exactly. <laughs> Jen, how did he die? Oh my God. <laughs> Do we know yet? <laughs> we don't know yet. Exactly. We don't know yeah. yet. Oh, God, but that's and a did good the, question. Yeah, and did the purge hmm. have something to do with it? Poss- prediction. Or, right. Yeah. But but yeah, so in in terms of like I I love this this actor's uh, performances and kind of tell us about about playing these subtleties and playing these kind of these shifts in his character as his art goes on. Well, first of all, the actors are phenomenal, Absolutely. so it's easy to work with. But mm. you know, you just watch it and you go, oh, let's do a little bit more this way, a little bit more that way, and then of course you get into the edit and you get to paste it all together and and build the thing that you were were aiming for in the in the beginning, but. They supply all of that wonderful magic, sure. fantasticness right in front of you, and you're like, "That's better than I could have ever thought of." Yeah, absolutely. And this Ben's arc, I I feel like is is probably my favorite in the show. I love kind of following following him. I love that we got to see that that purge video game a couple a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh, and just seeing kind of the world building as it goes on. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we see kind of Ben snap at the dinner table with that that knife. The knife in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And then, of course, you know, we we see him taking the the campus killer clothes, burying them, burning them. Mm-hmm. But of course, can't get rid of the mask. The our God mask. our god mask right here that we've yep. that we've got this Why season. Why would he bring that yep. <laughs> to the vacation? That's his trophy. He loves it. Gosh. It's a trophy. It's a. It's also like a a prize. Sure. You know, and and maybe a power. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's like a little a, a, com- a blanket, like right. a, a, a source of comfort for right, him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so who knows? It is very interesting because I feel like he's been wearing another mask, which was kind of like that concealed him and yeah. kind of ha- this quiet sense. And now that this is his new mask, almost. That yeah. he- well, that's the thing. Does this mask conceal him or does yeah. it reveal him? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I and love it's that. like, oh my gosh, he's going to reveal himself to his family. Like, yeah. it's scary. <laughs> Kellen. Right. Kevin found the mask. Yeah, because yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him kill without it as well. So it's, you know, it's it, as as the mask says, he's literally playing God. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's like when you find your perfect outfit that f- suits you perfectly. <laughs> your favorite outfit. See? That's it. Right? Th- that's what it is. Okay, you know, we all want to bring our favorite outfit to our vacations when we go back to home and see our family. Wait, are you making fun of me? Or are you? Making- <laughs> <laughs> no, I love clothes. Okay, so, so you do know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I, I know love all that. about that. Um, so yeah, so Kellen does a little bit of snooping, finds the bloody god mask, so now she knows. Ben doesn't quite know that she knows, so I, I'm very curious to see how this ends up playing out. He was, or he wasn't taking a shower, remember? Because my thing is, whenever Ben takes a shower, he just purged, because he's washing the blood off his hands. Yes! But he was just like, washing his hands or something. <laughs> she, thought, my... she thought she had it, she, but he was just washing his hands. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite recurring motifs of the season, <laughs> the is water. like, whenever Ben showers, yeah, some Literally. shit's gone down. Right. From, from the first one, when he gets in the shower with all of his clothes on, like, okay, something's wrong here. Yeah. Uh, he's scared for his brother, though, I will say that. I just don't... <sighs> 
don't purge and your family. I, I really like his brother. I know. I know. That's why I'm like, don't He's funny. Don't yeah. purge your brother. <laughs> Do not purge your mom. Everyone's in oh, trouble. I like the mom, too. So he just needs to get out of I think mom's safe. I think mom's the only one that's safe. Okay. Not not to drift into prediction territory just yet, but okay. I feel like the mom is the only person that's safe. Logan and Kellen. I, I will say, though, uh, she said about processing your emotions, and if if he loves his mom, she'll be the one that creates the most emotion in him mm. so i uh, could go either way sure sure really nobody's no. safe when it comes nobody's to the purge mm. nobody <laughs> um so uh let's see let's let's jump on over to to marcus and michelle and kind of the the saga of marcus finding yeah. out who put the hit out on him on ivory <laughs> road uh, Ollie, what you what you think of, of all this? Oh my gosh, this was the most <laughs> awkward meeting, double date, whatever you want to call it. When they t- when Jen- they're talking about the cheese <laughs> at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is this is so awkward. Jen, how was it directing this crazy awkward couple interaction therapy session? So fun, because it's so fun. <laughs> One extreme, the next. We got Michelle saying, "Oh, I forgot, I was joking about purging my own husband." <laughs> oh. Yeah. Please, can you please like fun. elaborate? Because there's so much to process. Well, so there's a lot going on in these scenes with Marcus and Michelle. They're kind of coming together, but then all this information keeps changing their ability to connect and to come together. Mm-hmm. Namely, <laughs> these two other people, right? Exactly. Um, you know, who clearly have some issues on, of their own. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I thought it was really fun and <laughs> and just like uncomfortable and of awkward and, and kind of delicious. Yeah, because I feel like, in a sense, they're all paranoid. It's mm. not even part, but. but reasonably so. Right. But, like, is that paranoia, like, uh. creating... Is it manifesting the evil within themselves? Is it creating the monsters that we're seeing, like, in bed? That's a right. perfect question, though, because that goes back to actually what they were saying in the open, which is, is the circumstance that we created actually causing all these problems? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that... Fascinating. Absolutely. <laughs> it's and, crazy. And that's one of the things that that the show is exploring that I think we didn't get a chance to see too, too much in the movies is how, how the purge affects relationship dynamics and marriage dynamics and, and, and love. Yeah. We get, you know, this, this conversation between, between Sam and, uh, and his wife that, you know, you, you love her enough to purge for her. I love that. Absolutely. It's this whole effect of, yeah. Like, would you love someone enough to purge for them? See, the wife wasn't upset that they had an affair. Right. Because it was supposed to mean nothing. What she was upset about was, wait a minute, that's not nothing. Right. If you're going to purge you about would, it. Yeah, if you would literally kill for her, yeah. that's a whole new level that, we haven't, that we've never seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, poor Marcus is dealing with so much, just one on top of the other. Like, right as it seems like he's finally like, okay, I can get past the affair. Oh, I joked about killing you. I'm like, <laughs> well, shit, now we're back to square one. And now I'm not trusting Michelle if she can easily say, oh, I forgot Mm-mm. that I even joked about. How do you forget <laughs> that? No, no. More and more is coming no, out about Michelle. But... And she was the first one to say, oh, I had an affair. Like, come on. She knows. Right. And so now it makes me distrust her even more now. And I was thinking in the beginning, oh, I gotta trust Michelle. She's she's okay. She's a good girl. Um, I think it was, more... was it was it Jamie? Was Jamie the Jamie's first one? Jamie's this that... whole time. <laughs> not again. She's she not here it. for Michelle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what, I told you I was very un- upset that she's not here tonight because I, I wanted to hear her thoughts about Michelle. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you'll hear her thoughts, I'm I sure. Was... <laughs> you will, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so as you know, as uh, I I wasn't sure at first whether or not to believe Sam. It seemed like when he admitted to to his you know as we found out his part of the hit. I felt like that was like just under duress. Like, how much can you really trust a confession when you're holding right. someone's face to a stove? You know? <laughs> I know. You have to say yes. Exactly. We don't yeah. want to burn your you face. You don't want to burn your face off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure where I was still on Sam lies Sam. a lot. Exactly. So, I mean, he's having lies affairs. Upon lies. Yeah. yeah. Affairs. There was a lot of complexity in terms of truth and lies in this whole subplot. And duct tape. And duct tape. That's yeah. one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I'll get, get the, the duct, duct tape. tape. I'll get the duct tape. Like it was nothing, but this is the purge world. So exactly. Like, but I, know. I love that revelation that like Sam wasn't able to take the whole hit. He just took it down by 10,000. <laughs> and then that amazing shot of Marcus just walking out to his front porch and seeing everyone's eyes on him. Like, tell us about putting that shot together. Like, that was fantastic. So that was really fun. And actually, it was a series of shots because we, we, we walked them outside and... I hope I can say this, but the the inside is the stage. Okay. And the outside is the neighborhood. Got it. Okay. And you see us go through the door, so we had to cut those two together. Oh, wow. And then we see, um, we see, um... Sam and April, I think we first we see them crossing the street, and then we go back to um, Marcus and Michelle's faces and see what they're seeing, and we see all the different people. And I think all the people are so interesting because they're like, they're creepy. Right. Like, right. they're kind of doing normal things, but because of the information, all of a sudden they're super creepy. Yeah, well, it reminded me of, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Just these, like, <laughs> yeah. these, like, these stares that are getting... Even the dog is in on it. <laughs> <laughs> the dog. He sent out the hit. He was the number one oh, person dog. you can't even trust dogs in the exactly. first exactly. and dogs are perfect you know absolutely they're supposed to be the most loyal things on this earth oh. in the purge world <laughs> so so good uh, there was so much that happened in this we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep going but uh, Ollie do you, do you have some some uh and purge or purify for us? Oh, yes, 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 of course. Please oh, do. So I'm really interested. Emergency broadcast system. There she is. Announcing the commencement yes. of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Beautiful. Yes. Welcome to Purge and Purify. This is our segment for the after show for yeah. the purge season two. Jen, this is what we do in this special segment. We got to figure out if we're going to purge this episode. Purge in this episode. You know, a character, it could be it could be anything. It mm-hmm. could be the dog that was being evil. <laughs> no, or would you rather purify something in this episode? Especially you being the director. Wait, right. What would you do in the sense purge or purify? I have to go first? Yes. <laughs> sorry to sorry to put you on Ooh, the spot. Purge or purify. Or is there anything oh, you would Lord. possibly change in this episode? Well, that's impossible. <laughs> of course, I'm of a course. I mean, we were watching it, and I was sitting there writing, no, I don't have nothing that I can do anymore, and I'm still trying to change things. Um, oh, goodness. Who would I purge versus who would I purify? Actually, Ollie, how about, how about you go first? Since, yeah, since can, it's your yeah segment, give me one second. Figure out yeah, I'll, if, I'll, if, I'll think. if there's anyone or anything that we could kind of drift to one side or the other. Hmm. Okay. I think I would have to purge in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Shocking, I know. (laughs) I'm just kind of afraid for Kellen. So I think I'm going to have to purge Ben in this episode. (gasps) Okay, okay, sure. He's been the most exciting thing in this season. But Ben, you're scaring me with your family and poor Kellen. You got to protect Kellen. And Kellen, she, and the family, I, I, I feel like. Wow. They're innocent. 
Mm. So I'm going to have to purge Ben. Interesting. He's getting worse and worse. Okay. 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 Uh, Just so you have a little more time to think about it. uh, I would, you know what? I, I would, I would choose to purify Andy. I would, I would love to see, Andy was, he was weird. He was a weirdo, of course. But I think just if if he just pumped the brakes a little bit on the purge stuff, I think he maybe could have come around a little bit. R.I.P. Andy, gone too soon. Man, man. Okay, I think I if I'm understanding this game right. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, the rules are flexible. Okay, good. That those are those are good rules for me. <laughs> I think I would purify Esme, which is a, just a smidge. Okay, okay, okay. Like a, a, a touch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just a little bit. Uh, just because. She's getting on tricky ground now. Exactly. Like, is she, is she starting to become a good guy or a bad guy? And we don't know, depending like on who that. she's going with. So, I, I to get a little more stability. Yeah, because right? give her a little purified pixie dust. Yeah. There you go. There exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's thank you, Ryan. Because she's <laughs> she's falling in with Ryan and Co. Of course, but we know you know now that Ziv's on the take, like. It's a little bit murkier, you know? Yeah. So, ugh, who Ben knows? just scared me at the dinner table. I'm sorry, that knife. It was a butter knife, but I, I still... No. <laughs> you can do a lot down. of damage with those. You can. Yeah. Uh, it was the worst. We don't have too much time, but we got a tiny bit of news that we that we learned today, right, Ollie? Yes, just really quick. This is really exciting, because according to The Hollywood Reporter, the sequel... The, well, this is like the last Purge film that's going to come out next year. Next summer, yeah, We yeah. have our male lead, and the new chapter is set to be directed by... By Evert, uh, sorry if I pronounce this incorrectly. I apologize. I believe in you. In advance, Everardo Gout, who's directed go. episodes of Mars, Luke Cage, and The Terror. Amazing. But um, let me see. Where is this? The new male lead is actually from Narcos, and it's he is Tanak Herrera. So I apologize there if, we go. I, if I mispronounce that. Phenomenal. Yeah. I love Narcos. Yes, but it's really exciting because absolutely, it's really cool to get more news on this final film because this is. It's gonna be the final one, so they yeah. have to like kick it off, you know, with really good talent because mm. it's such an it's very bittersweet. Yeah, how do you end a franchise I like know. that? So they, the cast is probably just gonna be a phenomenal. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Jen, thank you so so much for joining thank us. You for yeah. having this us. was an absolute blast. Before we before we get out of here, tell tell our viewers slash listeners a little bit about uh, about Rust Creek if, oh, if, if you like. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So Rust Creek is a thriller, which I think if you like the purge, <laughs> of course, like naturally. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a movie that came out in theaters earlier this year um, in January. It's about a young woman who is in college, and you know she thinks that to be a grown up, you just have to go and get a job and, and an apartment and she realizes she needs to tear down the whole system. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Amazing. You can see it on iTunes and Amazon and Showtime right now. I'm definitely going to have to watch this film. Oh, please Absolutely. Because I'm like, follow- this sounds like my life. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah. Please, let Ab- me know what you think. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we love this episode. We'll be checking out Rust Creek, definitely. Uh, like I said, thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank this was an absolute me. blast. All you guys, thank you for joining us as well. If you're on YouTube, uh, leave us a comment, leave us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. All of that good stuff. Find us on social media. Uh, let's go down the table. Ollie, where can they find you? What's up, everyone? It's Ollie Drennan. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. And Thank Jen. you. I'm Jen McGowan. You can find me on Twitter at I am Jen McG. 
Absolutely. And as always, you can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. I'm also on XPOC12360 on Tuesdays, as well as Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, all of that good stuff. We'll be right back here, same time, same channel, next week, talking season two, episode seven. But until then, stay safe. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 